on Saturday. I headed out to the lake, just my buddy and me. Yeah, I pulled up to my Chevy truck. I'm running high on luck, I ain't ever coming down. Down the back and both down the ramp again. Do everything we can to come back in with a wind That's a life of a fisherman you wouldn't understand. Something you can't feel on dry land. Looking like a Home Depot, a Lowe's, an Ace Hardware. If you guys can see the green room right now, it's like hammer, hammer, hammer. Like, it, I, I'm trying not to come across as like a fanboy, but I'm a fanboy. Like, these three guys that are sitting in the green room right now, holy crap. Guys, we're doing the show. Like, are you, this is time for the weigh-in. Are you guys ready? Because I'm ready. We're cutting through all the red tape. There is so much to go through in this episode, in this next hour, a little over because Chad's on. In this next hour, right? This is, there's so much. There is so much. There is announcement after announcement. There's backstory that I didn't even know about and or I knew about, but I didn't know enough. Like, th like, this is history. This is the 10. This is our final episode of the DZ 10, this series that we've ran for 14 nights. I'm going to cut to the chase. You guys have already seen all the episodes with all of these guys right here. If you missed any of this, I'm telling you guys right now, go back and watch all of these episodes because every single one of these guys Every single one of these guys deserves your time, deserves your attention. They've put in the grind. They've put in the work. Every single one of these guys, Brad's Kate, Brad Case, Jamie Broad, Casey Reed, Cody Milton, Dylan Fuqua, Matthew Scotch, Derek Brundle, Ken Wood, Mike Elsie, Josh Stewart, and of course, the 2019 Angler of the Year, Mr. Russ Snyders. Every single one of these episodes is available on every podcast platform that's out there. You can find all these on uh, kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the way in, or you can go to Scott Future Fishing on YouTube and download these as well. These are episodes that you guys want to watch. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is this is going to be good, guys. We're going to get into some conversation tonight, get into some announcements. Uh, the 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 main event uh, that you guys that we've been sharing around and talking about all day long today uh, is is of course. Uh, a run champion and Corey Dreyer, the co-champs from the original 10. Uh, they're going to come on and, uh, and talk a little bit about the original 10. It was what, what you thought it was and what it was perceived to be, what went down the story behind the scenes. And then they're also going to chime in and weigh in on, on how it's grown. You know, neither one of those guys are, are, are in this year. 
And so, uh, so we're going to talk about some of that. We're going to weigh in on those things. Hoover is coming down off of a high from the LSU championship game last night. He's in the green room right now. He's coming on to talk a little bit about this. I've got some questions from him about uh, the original 10 that I want him to clarify before we bring these other two champs on and talk about some of that. We've got an announcement to make. There's tons of crap going on, so let's get into it. I'd love to shout all you guys out. You know how to do this. Drop in the comment section right now. Let us know where you're watching from, and then go in and smash that share button. We're getting into it right now. One, two, three, let's go. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! What up, everybody? Welcome to The Way In. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and holy crap, here comes the Hoove in the house right now. Let's get it started. Welcome to The Way In. What's going on, Chad Hoover? Coming down off the high, baby. I ain't coming down. This that was the best season of college football in college football history. I know it'll never be duplicated again by LSU or by anybody. So it is what it is, man. They beat two of the top four teams by like forty something points combined. I mean, bro. I mean, that's all I got to say. I can't even hate, bro. They destroyed my Crimson Tide, bro. I we didn't. We look like children. We look like children when we play, y'all. I it was a great game. I'm not gonna lie. I left the house this morning at 5 a.m. to go meet you. You guys, think, yeah. So I went to go meet you this morning. So I didn't even. I went to bed after the third quarter, bro. Pumped. Congratulations, LSU. Love seeing it in the SEC. You know, obviously, you know that's your hometown. That's that's your neck of the woods. That's your team. Uh, big congratulations, bro. That was a big win. Thank you, man. It ain't always been like that, and it don't want to always be like that. So, you know. Right now, bro. Yeah, man. Shine, shine, shine. Yes, sir. All right. So, so let's do that. Let's talk about the big win. I, Dude, I I want to um, – I, I, I want to see uh, – I don't want to see. I want to I – got, I got some questions. There is – I mean, obviously, we know – we love to stay positive. We love to talk about, you know, things that happened. And, and and how we fix things and how we move more move forward. You've never been a stranger to controversy, um, but you've also always faced things head on. You've always came out and said, "Look, this is what we did. This is what happened." And and then the first ten, there was there there it it it, it went down, but it didn't necessarily go down exactly how it was planned. So before I got on these co champs, I mean, I want to talk to you. I mean, what what was what was the first ten? How was it different from what you planned it to be for the first event? So, so I want to kind of start off by saying, listen, it's never that I've been going after controversy. It's that we've been trying to defend our position Correct. because we've worked so hard to provide these opportunities for anglers. And I finally kind of a couple of years ago realized, like, listen, it's a clash of passion and I get it and I got to stop and I got to just focus on doing what I do. So nobody wants controversy and nobody wants it less than than us. You know, as a KBF, we Correct. work really hard. So it's not like we're against the anglers. We never want to DQ anybody. We don't want to DQ a fish. We don't want to make rules that we don't have to. But we're also a business with people who have worked our, you know, our lives. So we have to have things that protect us and protect the business and protect the anglers. And so it's just part of it. But what happened with that event was a classic case of we were doing too much too soon with a lot of other stuff going on. And we ended up with one set of rules posted in one place and an addendum for the event posted in another place. 100%. Let me preference all this, guys. This was four years ago. We're just, we're just yeah, going yeah, four years ago. Yeah. But it's just like anything else, not just with KBF as an organization and it growing, but any event 
concept that you're trying to develop, especially if you're the first time that thing like that has ever been done. Correct. So we decided to have a special set of rules for this event. And instead of having a special set of rules for the event and having a set of rules for the, the standard stuff, we should have just did a better job of consolidating that event into the way that we do things. Again, hindsight being 2020, it's easy to Monday morning quarterback things. But the idea behind it was we were going to do this special event. So without getting too wrapped up into what was wrong, it was real simple. There was one set of rules or one, the set of rules said one thing, a special event addendum said another thing. According to one way of looking at it, Ron Champion wins the event. All right, let's, slow, let's slow down. What, what happened? So that way people understand what we're talking about. What happened? That, 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 so, that, so, so what that. happened was, yeah, what happened was there was a tie. But we had in two different places what broke the tie or what we did in case of the tie, and they conflicted with each other. But here's what I want to say about this. Without getting into too much detail of how we screwed up, I want to talk about what the fix was and what we've done since then and why these two guys are not only critical and crucial into the development of this event that has become, you know, not just in my opinion, but it's been anointed by the anglers as one of, if not the most elite event in kayak fishing. My favorite it, Hands down. It could it could have blown up in the first year. It could have even blown KBF up had these two guys not handled this thing or helped us handle it or been professional about it. So I want to make this statement in this this um, I want to make this up front. When you do things the way that Ron Champion did it and Corey Dreyer did it for this event and you work with an organization instead of going out onto social media and bashing people and throwing a temper tantrum and all that, it allows the process to take place for something to incrementally get better and better and better. And for us to come to the place where we are now with the 10, to come to the place where, we, where we're going to be with the 10 and to ultimately get to where, you know, the vision was for this event um, mm -hmm. from the get go. So I'm going to say this before we even get started. When we did this event and it came down to a tie, it was one of those things. My heart fell out my butt at the last minute, right there on the spot. Like, oh, no. And then we just no, thought we had a clear. I mean, you, you almost can't plan for that. No, well, you can. But we thought we had an, a, a, a caveat in place and we did. But we had two caveats in two different places that conflicted with each other. And that was 100% our fault for trying. Again, we were trying to do that and get the season going at the same time. Lots of I's to dot, lots of T's to cross. And, and at that point, it was really me and Joe. We had very little help with some volunteers here and there. And, you know, Richard helping out some. And, I mean, honestly, at that point, there wasn't much help. So we were dog paddling up a waterfall. Guys, I mean, you guys are still bootstrapping, but you were really bootstrapping back yeah, then. And, and we were dog paddling up a waterfall. I was shooting a TV show to put these guys, you know, out there in the forefront of the sport at the same time, trying to do that. Joe's trying to judge and score and do all that kind of stuff and administer so the event. It, 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 came, it came down to a tie between Ron Champion and Corey Dreyer. There was a set of rules here and a set of rules here. They conflicted with each other. Ron, Ron believed one thing because it was what was written down. Corey believed one thing because it was what he had seen and saying what he had heard in another event. And, and it was also written down. It was also written down in a different place. Yeah. So I want to be perfectly clear because for me, as a fan of this community, what we're talking about tonight and what we're going to talk about with these two guys once we bring them on, only for me, only shows the the commitment to the community and to the anglers flat out. And, and Chad, I don't mean to be disrespectful, bro, but flat out, these two guys had the ability to single-handedly sink the 10 
had they not been professional and worked together. Right. Yeah, let me. Yeah, I was going to. I was about to get into that. Not only did they have the ability to single-handedly sink the tan, it could have been a domino effect that really affected a lot of the other things that KBF has been able to do to the industry, the momentum for the national championship, the momentum to get angle of the year sponsorship, to take angle of the year to where we've taken it. These guys saw that, right? They saw that in each other. They saw that in KBF. I don't know. Let me tell you what I think is more, what was more fundamentally at play than anything, because I hate to say that I hate to say that somebody who's looking at $10,000 check in their hand, in the moment of the emotion of just having fished your butt off and grinded. And I mean, these, they grinded, yeah. right. To have the the foresight to say, this is a decision I need to make based on the future of the sport. I don't know, but here's what I can say. I'm going to ask them in just a few minutes. Yeah. It really is more up to them than it is up to me, but here's what I can tell you. I can tell you from my perception as the, you know, the leader of the organization at the time and a guy that had to make the call to go talk to Ron. I had to go talk to Ron and pull Ron aside and say, per the event addendum, you win this event. Per the rule that's on the webpage, Corey wins the event. But here's the thing, bro. He's like, you know, Ron's a passionate dude, right? And he's a big dude. So if you've ever been next to a big, passionate dude, you understand. So I had to go basically pull Ron to the side and say, all right, man, I need to talk to you for a second. Okay. Here's where we're at. Ron was like, you could tell he was not happy. Right. Nor would I have been. Yeah. There's a ton that go through this. These guys have, these guys fought all year to get to this house, to get to this opportunity, to get to this $10,000 check. And I mean, like I, like my heart's racing now talking about it and it was four years ago, but it took Ron you know, I'm not going to say he instantly said, you know, what do we need to do? But within a minute or two, he said, all right, dude, what are you trying to tell me? I said, no, I'm not trying to tell you. I'm coming to you to say this literally rests on you. You can call the letter of the law. And then this is the deal. And I will take care of I will deal with the the the, the face shot, the drama, this and the other. Or. Or the other option is. We declare this a a, a a co-champion situation, and one of you or both of y'all are champions, and what I can do is guarantee that both of you come back to the 10 next year, and we'll do something special for y'all next year. Ron said, you know what, man, to be honest with you, let me think about it a minute. He, he, he was just being real with you. He kind of walked off. I went back, and I talked to Corey. I talked to Joe. Joe asked me, hey, what are you going to do? I said, honestly. Like how soon after the event? I mean, y'all knew instantly that it was a tie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Corey tied it up right as the leaderboard went off, but most of the anglers didn't know it. And uh, we knew. And we were looking for any other way to to separate it other than that, right? We were looking for, you know, the biggest fish, this, that, all that stuff. And the big fish was one way and time was another way. And that's why there was the conflict. So Ron said, give me a minute, man. And he literally, he just walked off for a second. And I said, all right. So I went and talked to Joe. And I said to Joe, and this is the this is how this thing Ho, Ho said. I said, it's in Ron's hands. Joe said, what do you mean? He said, he said, well, we could just say it's a tie. I said, it's in Ron's hands. Ron is by default gets to make this decision. If he wants to go co-champion, we go co-champion. 
I think it's what's best. And I recommended that to him, but he has the right to say, nah, dude, nah. Ron said, now, and, and this is a question for these guys, but I mean, I, I want to know what their because I know their relationship now. I mean, these boys, these these boys, these men are brothers now. I mean, like hardcore. I know how close they are. So I, I, I mean, so ultimately, dude, I got, I, I got Ch Chad. I got to get to them, bro. Um, yeah. So here's the thing. Let me just finish this up. I walked back over to Ron after talking to Joe, and I said, "What do you want to do?" He said, "He said, man, honestly, uh, uh." I'm down with it. I think it makes the most sense. I, um, you know, Corey's a good dude. And, uh, you know, he's like, I trust your judgment. You're going to take care of it. Take care of me. You know, I got Ron into kayak fishing. So, you know, maybe that had a little bit to do with it. He's like a brother from another mother. And, and I, I didn't want to, or feel like I put that on him to say that, man, you can't, you know, I, he, let, let me just say this, Ron champion, in my opinion, is the first big champion of the progression of kayak fishing outside of a title, a trophy, or any of this other stuff because the dude is selfless. He's got a big heart. He's a family man. He's loyal. But here's the thing. That guy, like I said, like a brother from another mother, is, is level-headed and said, all right, so what does that mean? How does that work? And we talked it out, and he said, all right, man, I'm – I'm good with that. I said, so what we're going to do is we're going to do the award ceremony. We're going to declare the tie. We're going to declare both of you guys co-champions. And then we'll settle it next year with a promotion called uh, Unfinished Business. And we'll do a, a, a cash prize that will come out of my pocket. And it did. Well, everything was coming out of my pocket then, but that especially did. Called Unfinished Business. And that um, was why those two guys came in year two and we had the battle at year two at the yeah, end. It was just kind of a, an event within an event. Yeah. And, and, but here's what I want to say. You know, Corey won that event, right? But I think in the in the hearts and the minds of the world of kite fishing, it should be forever recorded and it should be forever known that Ron Champion is the reason the 10 is what the 10 is now. Because he could have easily been what a lot of people are in this sport right now, which are, you know, they, a lot of people in this sport right now tout themselves a leader by going out and challenging other leaders publicly and blasting people and saying, it's not drama if it's this, this, or this, or for, no, it is. If you work behind the scenes to make things better, you're making things better. If you have it on a public page to where sponsors and other anglers and it tears down the industry and tears down the sport and it reflects poorly to the industry for us as a community, then it's not good. Ron doesn't do that. Ron hasn't done that. And on this day and this event, that dude forever demonstrated to me what his character is all about. That Not that I needed to because I already knew him. What his integrity is about. He admitted and, who he was. And, and that, regardless of the name off the cross, the back of his jersey, but that that dude is a champion. Right? Yeah, because, because of the character, because of the integrity, because, you know, dead to rights, based on that event addendum, if one superseded the other one, Ron wins that event. And we're not even having this conversation about co-champion. But Ron knew what was out there. He knew that it would create controversy. He knew that this was the best course of action for the sport first. And what I love about guys like Ron is they put whatever's bigger than themselves before themselves in faith and family and all of those things. He did that that day right in the throes of being the first ever standing on that stage by himself and owning that title. And, and him and Corey have carried that torch for the last four years. I mean, just, I mean, down the road, bro. I mean, they've, they've done it 
Chad, I, I know, dude, you've got another. I, I, I want to. I've got so many questions for these two guys. You're absolutely. Can you, can you come back at the end of this? Because I want to talk about. You've got. Uh, I mean, can we? Can we? Can we announce? Yeah, so, announcing. So, so I got two things for you. One thing, I sent you a graphic. You should have that in your email. I got uh, it. I, here's what I want to tell you. Before these guys even get on there, I want everybody out there to know that this was the plan for the 10 from the beginning. It's going to get even better. And it's these two guys that you're about to listen to talk about this event. That is the reason this event is still becoming what it is and getting better and better. And based on the, the response this year, based on the sponsorship support, based on everything that we've done. We're not announcing we, that yet. We've come over the top with the ability to take next year to even better. So, Scott, I want you to show that next year even looks better than this year before we even talk about it. Just go ahead and throw it up there, man. This is what we're doing next okay. year. Well, you're throwing, me, I, you're throwing me under the table here. I don't have that up there. But I think I'm going to go get it right now. You're good. It's coming right now. And I do got something for the end of the show as well. But I want to get – we need to get to Ron and Corey. And Dude, the I, I absolutely want to talk to these guys. So, again, and going in, we threw out the payout for the 2020 – let me throw that up on the screen, guys. Ron, Corey, we are coming. I've got so many questions, guys. We threw out, um, we we threw out the uh, the payout right here on the screen. This was for for this year. We threw this out twelve days ago, right? What it, and and even then, that was a pretty good announcement, a pretty good lead time, right? For what you guys have done in the past. What you're telling me to do right now, right? And just make sure I'm getting on the same page with you. What you're telling me right now is to throw up the 2021 payout for the 10, right? Yep, yep. And I'm hoping to have the 2022 payout done by ICAST this year. So the and 2021 wow. payout for the DZ, the 10, is right here. Yep. This and is the payout mind. for the 2021 DZ, the 10. $10,000 to first place. Eight thousand dollars to second, six thousand to third, four thousand to fourth, three thousand to fifth, two thousand to sixth place, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. Walk in the house and grab a thousand dollar check, regardless. And Hoover, you've got even more on top of this, right? Yeah. One last thing, and I'm going to jump off here and let you get right to Corey and Ron. So that's the payout schedule for next year, based on projections and what we know we're going to be able to do. So we're committing to this right this now. This is a lock. That's a lock. But, done deal. And, you guys heard it. Yeah, done deal. It's in the bank. And here's the other thing. A lot of times people don't know what's worth doing. And I heard a lot of people say, man, if I'd have known what the 10 payout was in 2020, I would have done this or that. Okay, well, now, before the first event ever happens, we're putting the 2021 payout. So if you finish in the top 10 of the Angle of the Year race at the Trail Series Championship this year, that's what you're looking to go compete for. And people need to understand, this is not this is not 100% payout. This is over. This is 100% above and beyond there is no entry fee for this there's no entry fee correct you this can, is 100 out of operating funds this is 100 percent out of operating funds out of sponsorships out of uh, you know the percentages of memberships that we can move into this category and and all the things that we've been able to do so we can give back to the community but this year what we did is we decided to go ahead and send out the thousand dollars which we're in the process of doing right now because everybody's getting a thousand dollars so why not send it out ahead of time but what we're going to do for this event is that's the payout. But in addition to the payout, a month out from the event, the anglers are going to Google map from their house to the location. They're going to screenshot that or, you know, forward it to Christy. Christy's going to cut them a check for a dollar a mile, which is basically 50 cents there and 50 cents back to cover their expenses to get there and back. 
So we cover their expenses when they get there. And now we're going to cover their expenses to get there and back on top of the payout. So, so that's the plan for 2021. On top of this payout, guys, for the 2021 DZ The 10, your payout is going to be $37,000 to 10 different places. On top of that, your travel to and from is going to be paid to you in advance. Woo! Hoover. Bro. And so if you if you look at the trajectory and look at last year and look at this year, it's not hard to figure out where we're going. Where we're going long term is 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You know what I'm saying? And yep. then and then expenses and then a, a stupid prize package just for showing up and guaranteed sponsorships moving forward and things like that. But, man, get me out of here. Get those other two guys on there and let's talk at the end. Hoover, man, I appreciate it. I'm going to go bring these guys on and I've got so many questions. And, dude, thanks for coming on. I know that, you know, talking about four years ago in history and past, I we need this needed to be addressed. It's amazing storytelling and, it, and it's a part of the history of the 10. And, and I can't wait to talk to these two class acts, bro. I'll catch up with you later. Mm -hmm. I'll be here waiting. All right, guys. I, 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 I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I'm, I'm stoked over those payouts. That is huge. Um, but, but I, I, I can't wait to have some conversation here with Ron Champion and Corey Dreyer, and we are doing that right now. So much history. So much went into this, these events. So much went down <laughs> for these two guys to carry themselves the way that Can they you hear do. me, Corey? You guys all know these names. I can hear you. I can't see you. Okay. I can see you. Can you hear I him? I couldn't hear anything with Scott and Chad there the last couple of minutes. Yeah, can I, you hear Corey now? I, I couldn't either. I had to sign out. Okay. Are you, you good, Ron? Out. I are you guys are both on. I can't see Ron. But you can hear him? I can only see Corey. But okay, well it'll catch up. It'll catch up. You're 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 on you let it run for a second. It'll catch up. You can both hear me, right? Ron, you hear me? You guys give me just a second here. Let me make sure that we're good to go here. Let me see if I can bring both these guys back in. Ron, Corey, I kicked both of you guys out real quick. See if we can bring you guys back in. Corey's back in the house now. See if we can bring him back in. I kicked Rory. I kicked uh, Ron out. What's up, buddy? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you, bud. All right. Let me pull up Ron here real quick. Make sure we got all these guys worked out. Guys, there's so much to go into here. Ron, how's that, brother? There he is. Ron, if you're pulling off a car, well, I can I hear Corey, but I can't. That's Scott. okay. Is, can you hear me? He can't hear you, Scott. Hmm. He shouldn't be able to. Give him just a second there. I can see Scott, but I can't hear him. You can't hear me. Let me see this. Let me but kill But I can that. hear you, Corey. Okay. All right. Let me make sure we got everybody there. Ron, I'm kicking you one more time. All right, let me see if I can get that there. Dude, I mean, we're going to get Ron on, but Core, I mean, like my heart was racing. My blood pressure was running like you had to be. I mean, how was that reliving that for a minute? And it brought it back. It seemed like it was yesterday, to be honest with you. So, you know, it was a tough time for, for all of us, um, but, you know, we made it work. There he is. Ron, how's that, buddy? I can hear you now. All right, good to go, good to go. You got, you got Corey? Me, Ron? Yep, I got Corey, too. There we go, good to go. All right, Ron. I, I, I'm gonna let Corey finish, and then Ron. Same question to you. Sure. I, my like, I was getting heated and kind of getting, you know, a little, a, a little excited, a little worked up just hearing what had happened. And I wasn't even there, wasn't living it. I didn't even know what the sport was. 
I mean, that trip down memory lane, like what does that bring back for you? Corey first, please. I mean, it brings back, you know, great, great memories and bad memories. You know, none of us wanted to tie. Um, you know, it was uh, one of those things that was unfortunate with the rules and whatnot. And at the end of the day, you know, we worked it out. And, uh, you know, Ron and I are great friends. So that's all, that's all that mattered to me is that, you know, uh, it, it got worked out and we tried to mitigate the, the drama that it could have caused. Ron, I mean, uh, what did this, I mean, how did this night hearing Chad talk about it, what did that bring back for you, sir? Oh yeah. I mean, it was, uh, there, there's, there's more to the story as well that, um, that went on in the house. And I said, when I, when I agreed to do this show that we would, uh, it was all going to be revealed. Absolutely. Uh, there's a, there's 10, there was 10 guys in that house that really changed the way that the 10 is, it is now the way that the payout, the form, the form is. And so I'm just going to go, I'm going to go back if you don't care and kind of. No, talk absolutely. About I, I would. Yeah. So once everybody got to the house, you know, uh, you can imagine, I mean, 10 guys, I mean, uh, you know, being just all in the stand in the same place, everybody's excited to fish a, a lake like Bienville. We were all just jacked up to be there, you know, and, um, we didn't have to, um, I mean, we could, have we could have just been there just to be fishing, not necessarily, uh, fishing for money. Um, uh, we were just happy to make it. I lost you, Scott. Are you still no, there? No, I'm still there, bro. I'm here. Okay. All right. I'm so just, I'm we, putting the focus on y'all. You're good. Okay. We were just happy, happy to be there. And, um, one of the, I don't even remember what night it was. We were sitting around. I was like, man, I, you know, it's $10,000, you know, we, you know, it'd been nice to, you know, if that money was kind of divided up, you know, between all of the anglers instead of just one person walking away with the, all the money. And um, so as the night kind of got went on, we kind of collectively as an, a group of anglers said, you know, wh you know, who would be up for what if we chop this money up? This you is know, the first night in the house, right? I'm just clarifying. This is just the yes, 10 sir. anglers. Nobody in this house but the 10 people that was fishing this tournament was like, you know, if we could agree on this, everybody would have to agree on it. Um, and everybody voted like, yeah, we could do pay it, do a first, second and third place, you know, and, you know, at least three people was going to leave with money. And then it turned into, well, what if everybody kicked in an extra $50 out of your own, po or own pocket? And we uh, fourth place went home with 300 and fifth place went home with 200. Now half of the field is literally going to go away with money. Okay. Wait a minute. I want to slow down. So, so I just want to make sure I'm getting this right, Ron. I don't want to step on toes sir. So, so, I mean, there was, there was 10 grand, right. That was, that was supposed to go to first place. Yeah. The first night of the event, the 10 anglers are in the house and it's just y'all you're discussing. How do we pay more people? Y'all reach into your yes. own your own pockets. This is an event that you didn't have to pay an entry fee to get into. Y'all reach into your own pocket for fifty bucks each. Yep. Yes, so, I mean, that's, and, so that's another five hundred dollars. So we all we agreed like if everybody was and this was you know we had to approach Chad and talk to Joe about it because you know you know this was this was their deal you know um, and they agreed that if okay well, no somebody's got to hold a ten thousand dollar check at the end of this well they were doing a and, tv show right yeah it's that's what was promoted and we understood that 
But if we agreed as a group and everybody signed their name to a piece of paper agreeing to this, there was no word of mouth. We all signed a piece of paper that night. KBF said that we could do it if everybody agreed to it. Everybody put extra $50 in. Corey, do you remember who held the money? I, I want to say it was Jamie, but I'm Jamie? not 100. percent I'm not 100 percent certain. That might be right. Dennison? Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> oh, obviously he, that was obviously the first time. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. He roomed with me though, so you know yep. it been all right. He held that. They held the extra money. Uh, one of the anglers, I think it might have been Jamie, and uh, we all agreed. KBF said, "Okay, y'all can do that." And so go even before the first day of fishing. This was done before the first day of the tournament. We knew that first through fifth place was going to leave there with money. So y'all we took that. y'all took a Nobody ten thousand dollar payday, and and decided to split it up where at least half of the field was getting some cash. That's Just right. Five, we wanted five, three, we, and two. Yeah, we wanted you know we wanted the the group to um, you know we wanted more people to walk away because you know again we'd fished all year. This was like a bonus thing for everybody. And I mean, not one person said, no, that's not, that's a bad idea. Every single person there, you know, did that. But, and now if you look back and look where the 10 is now, look, all 10 guys are getting paid, you know, for the first year, it took four years to get there, but this happened because you 10 guys, I love you Hoover. And, and I know, and, and I get it. I know KBF and like all this started, but because of those 10 guys, selflessly sat in a room and said, we want better for everyone. Yep. Four, three years later, every single person's getting a paycheck. Yeah. So once we agreed on that and then the tournament started, you know, you know, and then it's just fishing, you know, uh, I think Jay was leading it after day one. I was right behind him. I think Corey was you right behind me. We were all I was, right there. Yeah. One, we two, were three. one, two and three. And then, um, you know, and then we went out the second day. The funny thing is, man, is I, I was, I, I got to witness Corey catching that big giant fish where he <laughs> tied me with a cut, like a couple hours to go. Uh, he, we it was 20 minutes actually. <laughs> if, if, you get, if you guys are just tuning in and you don't know the, the, it's, this all happened on the Inville plantation. These guys are in one lawn cabin living together for this yeah. week going into the first ever event, the first of its kind. This had never been done before. At the end of the day, they're flat out filming a TV show. That's what this whole spectacle was originally about. But because of the selfless acts of what these guys came together and did way before there was a tie, we're going to get into that in a minute. But because of these guys selflessly coming together, reaching into their own pot to make sure that there's enough money for at least half of the field, the top five guys to take home a check, right? Now, three, fast forward three years later, Chad Hoover and KBF just announced this year that all 10 guys are getting paid a yep. minimum of a of $1,000. And we just launched the payout for next year's event where everybody's making a minimum of $1,000 plus getting travel completely reimbursed. Yeah. Um, so, so now I want to get into the top. Hang on. There's a little bit more to this story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let, let's, let's, I want to, we're going to, we're going to get we're everything talk about out it. there tonight. <laughs> I like there's it. plenty to talk about. So yes, I, I me and Corey, the last, I mean, the second day we fished within, man, uh, probably a hundred yards of each other for a few hours. He was watching me catch some fish. I watched him catch fish, you know, but we, I think we kind of knew that we were cl real close to each other as far as in, you know, length, but we, and I was trying not to pay mu as much attention. And I know he was too, because was focused on fishing, but, um, you know, once it came, we came in, you know, at the end of the day, you know, 
it was, uh, you know, I, I was on the edge of my seat, stomachs all tore up because I knew I was up there close. The Corey was the same way. But then when Chad, you know, came came to me and I knew he came to the It was Corey, a two-day event too, right? Yeah, was, this was, yeah, it was a two-day event. This is the second day. And, you know, when he told us, when he told, he told us separately. When he told me, I don't know, uh, I can imagine how Corey felt, but, you know, I know like my stomach, dude, I was just, I was like, this cannot be happening. There's no way that this is happening. But then on the other side of it, you know, we had already decided to chop this money up and we're both sitting here thinking it's like, we're leaving with money, you know? So it, it really, honestly, I think it made the, it, it did make the decision easier, you know, because now you're just talking about, okay, who's going to stand up there and hold the check? Cause I, when Chad told me, he said, look, somebody's got to hold a $10,000 check. Somebody does. Or the TV I show. And I told him, I said, I said, dude, I don't care. Corey can hold it. I was like, that doesn't bother me, you know, because I'll say this, you know, Corey was, was a friend before. And that's know, what I want to know. Like what, like I want to dig into that, Ron, what was yeah. the friendship before this event between you two? You know, the first time I ever met Corey was at Santee Cooper. It was in 2014. Um, and I caught, I'd caught a giant fish, 11 4 1 on the, the, the day of the tournament. I mean, I had a great day. I think I was in like second or third after that first day, but I had a giant fish. And me, I can remember meeting Corey for the very first time face to face. We were sitting at, in that little restaurant just talking. And uh, I knew I liked him from that day, from that day on. And we've, we've been friends. You're, but, you're a terrible when, judge of character, Ron, but okay. When, <laughs> well, but when this, this, when this deal happened, you know, man, I, I mean, I didn't want, I, you know, it needed to be handled the best possible way that it could have been handled. I, I literally had just went through a bad ordeal out in Texas with the, uh, the, uh, with the 10 where, um, on the, no, they ended up, no, I ended up, I was in second place. Guillermo Gonzalez ended up winning it. They ended up taking his whole entire five fish away from him because he answered a phone call. They ended up taking a fish away from me after they told me that it was approved five or probably four hours after the tournament was over with. And they, and I had five fish I could have used, you know, that was still on my camera card and would have ended up still getting second, dropped me to fourth. You know, I'd already went through a lot of stuff and I, I, you know, just literally in November. And then this, this event was what, what, when was this event, Corey? Was it January? It was the end of January. Just a few correct. months later. So yep. it was just, it was just a whole lot of bad luck going on. And I was like, man, I don't want anything bad for him. And I know he don't want anything bad for me. We, you know, but- we, we talk a lot on this show about, about the, the infancy stages of what this community is and how we're growing. And, you, you know, we always hear grow the sport. We always hear, you know, the community, this community that, th- I mean, you guys really hadn't, I mean, we still don't know what this is going to be. Big well, there, there was no blueprint, you know, to go by, to get, you know, kayak fishing where it's at, you know, this, this, this sport, you know, you know, I mean, the tournament side, you can look at, and there's no doubt that Chad Hoover and KBF built, you know, the, 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 the kite bass fishing sport. Um, the, I mean, there's, there's no doubt on that, but it's, it's evolved. The anglers is what has evolved the sport. A hundred percent. And have put their heart and soul into this. And, uh, and I saw it. I mean, I saw it from a long time ago. I know Corey did and, like I said, you know, since since this event has happened, 
you know, man, I, I, I love, I love Corey Dreyer. I love that man. Uh, I love the, I love the man he is. I love the family man that he is. Um, uh, because when I look at him, I, I truly, I can see myself, um, you know, family's more important than anything. And that when you having that brotherly love, man, that goes, that goes a long way with me. And we've got a great relationship, uh, probably better than a lot than most since this event happened. I think it brought us closer together, to be honest with you. Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. 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 It was uh, it was tough, man. It was hard for both of us, and and I know Corey. He's got he he's probably got some stuff to tell because, you know, after this event was over with, you know, he had was having to deal with some stuff just like I was, um, because, you know, well there was a TV show coming out. Like you said, I mean, you had to hold a ten thousand dollar check. You guys had, I mean, you 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 weren't lying about what had happened in the house. But you well, also we just wouldn't tell nobody, telling exactly. nobody, you know, it was, we was going to keep it as quiet as possible. You know, mm-hmm. yes, we both were getting paid, you know, and, but, but you know, at the other side, I know Corey had, you know, Corey, I'll let you tell it. You know, you had people reaching out to you and you didn't want a lot of people and I'll let you tell your side and I'll tell yeah. mine. Corey, what, what happened? I mean, Corey, when, I mean, I'll shut up, Corey, what your side, bro. <laughs> just to, to add on, you know, uh, I mean, Ron pretty much hit it on the the head. Um, You know, after this happened, um, you know, and and I left. I mean, I was getting phone call after phone call on the road. People upset with me, upset with KBF, badmouthing everybody. And, you know, I tried to just keep my head in it. And I said, look, you know, it is what it is. We're going to work it out. Ron's a good dude. He's my buddy. I said, everything's going to be fine. But people went bashing KBF trashing that you know caught wind of it and uh it was it, it was tough to be honest um tough to sit back and listen and you know want to make sure we were taken care of and and uh it ended up actually when i when i left ron didn't go into this detail but when i left i i left with five thousand dollars ron had three and jamie had two and uh ron and i we we talked the next day on the phone and i ended up paypal they had sent us our money immediately I'd ended up PayPaling, you know, $1,000 back over to Ron. We split that, um, you know, so we ended up leaving with four grand a piece, and then Jamie left with two. Um, we also, in the house, we also had a big bass pot that Jamie took the money up for that. So we did 50 bucks, I think, person or, or 20. I can't remember what it was, to be honest. 20, I think. 20 was it person. 20? Yeah, I think. And uh, so we did that for both days just to have make sure that, you know, everybody was leaving with something. Um you know, and we had a great time. I mean, regardless of what happened at the end, it was the best thing that, you know, one of the best events I've ever been at, hands down. Yeah, I agree. You know, the I know Corey, like, when people were questioning him on his way home because, you know, hey, man, you know, you, know, you, got, you got 10 grand because nobody knew. Everybody thought Corey walked away with 10,000. And I got yeah. people calling me and being like, dude, I can't believe you didn't. You, you know, the rules said this and you – you just bent over, and it, why did you not? On the, out, that? On the outside looking in, it looked like you had rolled over, right? Well, it looked like you had gotten, I mean. Yeah, right. and, no, and, and nobody knew it, the backstory because we were going to keep everything as quiet as possible. And, uh, and Corey, right. well, he called swear. me. Hang, I, I, I want to talk about finish. that. Hang on. Let me finish this part, though. But Corey, the next day, he's called me. He's like, dude, he's like, man, I, I'm not, I don't want to lie to nobody. 
And he told me that he literally told me, he said, I don't want to lie because that stuff can, that that can ruin you as an angler, you know? And I was like, dude, I got people mad at me and I'm like telling them, I was like, well, there's more to it. You just don't know. And Corey was like, look, man, because he, he left with five and I left with three. And this is the kind of man Corey Dreyer is. He's like, dude, he said, he, he, you'd even talk to your wife about this. Oh yeah. Corey, yep. I remember this. And he told me, he said, man, Shout out to you, he said, I'm going to send you a thousand dollars. He said, I'm, this is Corey said, I'm going to send you a thousand dollars. He said, that way me and you split the, the, the $4,000, 4, yeah. but as, a, but as a house, we had agreed it was going to be 5,000, 3,000, 2,000. We were going to chop that 10. So, but Corey's like, man, we, we split the title. We should split the money. And he paid out me within, after he told me that dude, it wasn't an hour. He paid me a thousand dollars. I have two, what I, what I think really deep questions. Okay. And, and guys, you, y'all take answer. However you guys feel, feel, feel desired. One, how how much how much did you guys how do I even word that how did you know or did you know you guys came into it feeling like you had to, to hide that you were splitting money so that the sport would be would be saved so that, so that we would say that we were giving 10 grand to one guy because that's what we had advertised that's what the TV show was about and and we were we were scared to show the community that we really are. Right. And I'm not going to say scared, but yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? Like you were, everybody was going to say hush. The 10 guys had signed the paperwork saying, this is what we're doing. This is the face. The 10 of us are going to put forward. You went to KBF, you got it approved, you got it done. Then it comes down to a tie. Did, did looking back on it now, like it seems like we all talk about community and we all, and that's from, that's the only reason I'm even in this sport guys is, is because of the community that I've seen this sport present time and time again looking back on it now gentlemen does it feel silly to think because now we would just come out and go hey we're splitting the cash this is what we're doing but four years ago we didn't there wasn't the thought to do that the thought was the opposite right way in i don't know if it was opposite you know it was just the sport was still small and there there just wasn't opportunities to to win, you know, a big piece of cash and ten thousand dollars four years ago—that was a big payday. That's a it's big, a really payday big payday. It, it is, but there's a there's a lot of big paydays now. When we had one, I mean, that was that yeah. really that was the big payday, you know. And um, it, it was, I, I'm telling you, man. You know, the guy I know the guys going to the ten now. You know, they're every one of those guys is going to get a check, and that's amazing. That's awesome. You know, it's, um, you know, just to look, just to look back, you know, and see where it was at just four years ago and where it's at now. Um, it's really cool, man. Um, I'm telling you that, that first group, those first 10 guys that was in that house, that's some special dudes in that house, man. You guys, you, I wish you had a graphic of, of the 10 guys. I will build one. We could probably name them all, uh, uh, me between me and Corey. Um, now Jamie Dennison was there. Jody Queen was there. Josh, get, Josh Chad, Stewart. if you're watching, Chad, Josh Stewart, Jason Broach, yeah. AJ, Jay Wallen, Clint Henderson, Clint Henderson. Yeah, AJ, Jay. Yeah. Who else am um, I missing? Um, I don't want to leave anybody out. You. It's. Is that it? 
We'll get a list typed up, and I'll I, I make sure <laughs> but, that in this. But, I'm, but if you look at the, those 10 guys that was there, and now you look at those what those 10 guys have done in the past four years, they're still at the top. You know, there's, oh, there's they're, some, they're the guys that that I'm a fan of. They're the, you guys are the reason I'm I'm out, that I'm in this sport. Yeah, and so many others. I mean, there's a you guys have got uh, you know there there's 200 people watching live right now that are that are that are fans because of what you guys did for this community and this sport pushing it forward. Well, so, every every group is special in its own way. If you Absolutely. make it there, dude, you've killed it. You know there's that something year. so special about that yeah. inaugural group, especially the fact that you guys banded together before any of this went down and, 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 and decided to make this, you know, to make this pact, so to speak about, and then not only that, but then drawing money out of your own pack to make the pack and make the payouts even better. I, it just, did, did you, did you, did you, did you have any idea that you would, that, that it would lead to growing the sport in the way, or you just were trying to take care of each other? At the time, I think we were just trying. To, I I personally was just trying to take care of each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, same. like we like we said, you know, we wanted to make sure that you know everybody left with something. Uh, you know, we had traveled and and paid all those entry fees throughout the year, and it's a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're all. That's what makes kayak fishing, in my opinion, you know, great. Is you know we're all, you know, we take care of each other. We're there for one another as well. Yeah, there. It's you know I I'm I'm very fortunate. I get to do you know quite a few events. You know with guys you know uh, that fish FLW and the elite side. I do some media stuff, and uh, I've spoken with a lot of lot of you know professional fishermen, and and every one of them say that they there's no way that that you you would see this in in what their industry. They're just there. You just don't. I mean, they you have they friendships and camaraderie, but it's in groups. It's in smaller groups. You you're not you're not going to put you know fifty hammers in a uh, in a in a room together and them come out all agreeing on the same thing. You know, hey, we're going to chop this money up. It ain't happening, brother. It ain't, it's not. It ain't happening. I know it, it ain't happening. But but you know, hey, that's. I mean, it's just that's you know that that's the difference. You know we're all still fishing, but there, there's a difference. There's a difference in the kayak community versus, you know, the, you know, the boat side, uh, you know, not bad, not good. You know, it's just, no, there's just differences. There's just differences. Now, let me ask you this. And, and this is, this is probably an impossible question to, to answer, but I'd love for you guys to weigh on it. I know you guys are both, are both, you know, uh, you know, God fearing men, love, you know, family loving men, do because i believe and i'm just gonna put i'm just gonna lay it out there i don't if you get offended log off i don't care it's my show (laughs) but but if you're if you believe the way that i believe you 10 guys coming together and making that pact and making that stand for each other which is exactly what you did you came together to stand for each other right and to make that happen it almost feels very much god-driven and very much as in knowing what's coming next, because had you guys not made that pact and a tie had come down over $10,000, even though you guys are both phenomenal human beings and great men, that could have been a different outcome, right? You know, I, you, I think it, the easy answer would be say, yeah, it could be. But my, my honest and true, 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 truthfully answer is I think I would have handled it the same way and, and, 
Kurt, I think Corey probably probably would as well. I think we probably would have ended up chopping it right down the middle. And and I I, I, I lost I, I, I lost Corey. No, I, I, yeah, I, 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 we did. He'll bounce right back okay. in. Yeah, Ron, I, and I and and dude, I have gotten to spend, I have gotten to sit at your table and and break bread with your family. I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt the character and and the heart that you have and how you carry yourself. You are, in my opinion, and so many others, the first true pro in this sport. You're an OG. You're a godfather here, and everything that happens, and it's not because of the way that you fish. It's not because, uh, you know, because you've won this and this and this and this. It's not because your name is champion. It's because of the heart that's inside that big old chest, bro. I'm telling, and I just, I, I, I'm in awe, man. I'm in awe that I'm getting to talk to you. I'm in awe that that I get to have this relationship with you. And and there's so many folks. These are the stories that 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 bring people in, that bring that fan base in, that 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 share what this is. This amount of community and this amount of taking care of one another has only showed in every single year of the ten, all the way back to last year. When 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 uh, Siddiqui and and Cody straight up, I mean, we're sharing a sharing a school of fish, not caring who was taking first or second place. Like yeah. I got to stand there and watch that, and I didn't even know this story then. And to look at how those things connect, and how nonstop every single year in the Ten House, these gentlemen these gentlemen are coming together to take care of each other above themselves is mind blowing to me. I think Corey's iPad died. He'll bounce, he'll bounce back in just a minute. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, this is, there's a lot of stories out. There's a lot of things that, you know, our story ain't the only one. There's things that, you know, people have done and sacrificed and be like, Hey, you know, uh, it'll be okay. You know, it's not that big of a deal to me. And, uh, and you know, if, you know, sometimes, sometimes keeping your mouth shut is, is the best, best thing, you know, for if you want to really, really and truly grow the sport. Um, I mean, Chris Payne wrote an article right after that event happened to me out at the TOC that come out and it talks about camaraderie uh, and how the sport really took a, a, a big leap, you know, after that deal happened with Guillermo. And that was one of the worst things I've ever seen in kite fishing. And I that mean, that was just be, I mean, that was weeks before this event. Dude, right? You should, you should truly have Guillermo Gonzalez on your show. Oh, I love and, Guillermo. And, and let him talk about what happened there because that was heartbreaking, man. And it was, that was a tough deal. Uh, and this was three, this happened three months, you know, he went from first to completely out of it. I went from second and they took a fish away to fourth. I mean, it was a bad deal, and this was this was three hours after the tournament was over with. But there's 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 things that's happened. But what? But you no, know, the other side, you know, to to all these stories is it it happened to us, and the sport has has progressed since that because you're not going to get to where we're at now. Nobody's perfect. I mean, we, we just I mean, things are going to happen. And it's how you handle those issues, you know, whether it be as an organization or as an angler, that's going to kind of pave your path in the sport. Um, well, I, I fully believe in that the, the definition of character is who you are and yeah. what you're doing when no one's looking. You know, and, and, and guys, let me let me run off this list of names real quick. This is the official. Uh, this is the 10 house from the very first year. Uh, we had Jay Wallen out of Kentucky, which who needs no introduction. That's freaking juicy Jay. That 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 is a man that is that is solid heart. 
you know, just, just, just solid, solid human being. Ron Champion, who's on here right now talking with us. Corey Dreyer, who I think got sucked in a rabbit hole on his iPad. Uh, and we'll be back in just a minute. Jamie Dennison, who has gone on to just continue to produce time and time again out of North Carolina himself. Jamie went back and won it the next year. Yeah, absolutely. And, and on top of being AOI that season. Yeah. Jason Broach. Jason Broach, you guys are no stranger to the show here to Jason Broach. As a matter of fact, I'm just about, we're going to talk about it later, but I'm very tempted. Uh, Jason Broach is coming to the Invitational this year. That's waters that he fishes all the time. He's got an opportunity to win the 10 yeah. this year. Uh, AJ McWorther needs no introduction. AJ is, is a phenomenal angler, stand-up guy, very passionate, very outspoken with what he does, always fights for anglers' rights and fights for what he does. He has gone on to uh, you know to take over and run things over for the Hobie BOS series and is doing a phenomenal job at what he's doing over there, really, really crushing it. Clint Henderson, Clint lives just north of me here. He is one of my favorite human beings. Yep, I got you back. I'll bring you on in just a second, Corey. Uh, Clint, Clint Henderson has gone on to, uh, to to be the first and possibly only ever FLW KBF DZ champion. Uh, Josh Stewart, who we just interviewed a couple nights ago, needs no introduction. He's the most consistent angler, I believe, in kayak fishing history to this point. This is his fourth year. Josh is the only guy to have been in the 10 all four years. Mel Ash, if you need to ask, you need to go check your history books. Mel Ash is a hammer. Every single time you see his name on that tourney X NRS leaderboard, Mel Ash can win it. Jody Queen, really? I mean, the 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 TOC Grand Champion this year, multiple times in in, in the in the DZ, winning opens, knocking down top three, top four, top five finishes regularly. I just ran some stats on Jody Queen last week. That dude's got 90 top 10s in his tournament fishing career out of a kayak. 90. 90 top 10s. Go ahead. Name somebody better. I'll wait. It's incredible what this group of, of this house has done, what this house represents, how these guys are still dominating, still doing what they're doing, and still building this community and this sport on their backs. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Corey, welcome back, bro. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I don't know what happened. So. No, you're good, man. So, guys, I, I, I want to talk about the 10. Thank you guys so much. <clears throat> is, is there anything in the history books we need to go to before we move forward? Because the show's y'all's. I don't care. If people don't want to watch, they can come back and tune in later. It ain't bothering me at all. Not not for me, man. It just it finally feels good, you know, for, for all the information to be out there. Because really, we're probably – shouldn't have waited four years for it to, to, to for it all to come out but you know what you know it, it it happened you know we put it in the past a long time ago yeah uh i promise you i don't want to relive that situation i know Corey don't want to relive that situation you know um you know it's you know it's in the past and uh, that's where we'll just keep it we'll put it in that box and leave it over there <laughs> i agree it. it's you know i moved on a long time ago and, uh, you know, you can't, you can't live in the past, you know, and honestly that, that next year that we went back, I, I ended up losing by a quarter of an inch to Jamie. Uh -huh. And when him and I came in, he's, you know, he, we approached each other and said, what do you got? We did the math quick in our head and we said, God, I, I hope there's not another tie. You know, that's, a, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had, but honestly the rules were in place then, you know, everybody was on the same page as far as that goes, but still, you, you know, nobody wants to tie. 
But no, if you know, at the end of the day, if anybody ties, you know, I, I couldn't ask for a better person to tie with than Ross. Yeah, so. we, me and Corey, we we tied at 190 <clears throat> inches in ten fish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we that was a that was two sacks of fish, man. A 19 inch average. Yeah, out of ten fish. Out of ten, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> Yeah, mind blowing, mind blowing, and obviously, like I said, you guys knew each other a little bit, had had some time together. Oh, yeah. You guys, four years later, I mean, I threw up the hashtag brothers earlier. No yeah, extra explanation needed, right? No, no, nope. love it, love it. Well, these guys right here, you guys have been watching for the last two weeks, seeing all of these interviews, having all these conversations with these amazing anglers. I'm not going to get into the name and game. But there is a there is another house full of hammers primed and ready to go. Old faces, new faces, a rookie face in his rookie season working his way into the house. Uh, a, a guy who seems to be here every single time. A guy who for the last year and a half has seemed to have come out of nowhere uh, uh, with the exception of fishing nonstop all over the place. Uh, a national champion, uh, a kid, uh, a guy with with more hardware than than just about anybody else in the sport. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, and then, you know, and then we got Mr. Jerry Tall himself, Brad Case, coming into the house. I mean, you know, we like we've got guys after guys here. What do you guys expect to see out of these 10 guys, 11 guys going into the house? Corey, you first, bro. It's going to be a slugfest straight up. These yeah. guys are all hammers. They're all good guys. I uh, I know most of them. Um, I think I've talked to every single one of these guys before at some point, but all great guys. But uh, yeah, absolute slugfest. I nobody's gonna give it up easy. I can tell you that. Yeah, it's it'll be it's gonna be fun to watch. I mean, um, this year it being you know on on public water, you know um, that's that that's gonna that'll change things. I mean, we're not fishing you know a, a stocked lakes like you know previous years, and you know there's uh, these guys are getting the pre-fish. Am I am I correct? And so that you guys didn't have the first year. Yeah, that's that's another thing. They're getting the pre-fish. Um it's that's going to change that, that'll change some stuff, man. Uh, um you're going to you're going to watch there's there's a there's a few guys in there that are consistent anywhere they go in the country. And that's the biggest that's the biggest thing right there. I mean, you can you know, you can you can kill it on the local level. But, you know, when you start traveling and you start having to fish different type lakes, different conditions, there might be a few guys that's never been fishing some Florida waters, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in, in January. You know, it, things are different, man. Uh, it's different. It's different fishing down there. Um, I think um, I think you're going to see a couple a couple familiar faces that do well across the country that that's going to have that'll have solid tournaments. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll go out on a limb, man, and, uh, and 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 drop a few names if you uh, if you want me I drop a few names. I've thought about it. I know we talked off camera about a few name drops. Here's uh, what I would love. Here's what I'd love both of you guys to do. I asked all eleven of these gentlemen to give me three names about uh, three guys that could beat them. Right? With neither one of you guys right now currently in this house. Give me three of the three guys that you think can win it. That's all I'm asking for. It don't have to be in an order. Just give me three guys that you think can rent it. Ron, you want first dibs, bro? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, Cody Milton. I mean, that dude can 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 put it down anywhere he goes in the country. Um, um, Matthew Scotch. Uh, I mean, he dominated, you know, the this. I mean, I don't know how many that dude won this year, 
you know, but 15. he won a lot. I mean, one, one, yeah. 15. And, and Matthew, you know, Matthew's from Texas. So he gets to fish a lot of waters. That's going to be very familiar with the way Florida is going to fish this time of year. So I think you, I think, I think Matthew, he always finds them. I think he'll have a good tournament. Um, and then, um, um, Russ, man, I'm, uh, I, I've got my, that guy, you better have your eye on Russ. I'm telling Russ, you. Russ is dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, the other guys are, 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 I mean, it could be anybody. I mean, Brad Case, I mean, you put a frog in his hand, you know, uh, he's fishing froggy if water. It's a frog bite, ain't nobody else playing. I'm just Dude, saying. There's, I mean, and there will be a good top water bite, you know, down there in January. I mean, they mm -hmm. will smoke a frog, you know, so, and you know, he's going to be throwing it. So, uh, yeah, I, if I had to pick, you know, three people, you know, I'm my eyes on Cody, Matthew, and Russ. Um, oh my God! Yeah, Corey Dreyer. I mean, yeah, dude, like my heart is beating out of my chest. <laughs> Corey, you are in my phone as legend. Give me your way in, bro, on who you think three guys that are going to take this thing. Now, wait a uh, minute. It's all this. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Pump the brakes. Back it up. You're coming to fish the Invitational, right? Oh That's yeah, right. I got to yes, wait sir. a minute. I need to pick my oh, person that's not in. No, 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 Ron, you didn't pick Corey. Hold up. No, no, but I didn't get a chance. I got, I got, so I got two outsiders. Okay, uh, two are, outsiders that I that I that my eye will be on. You know, to try <laughs> to get into the ten. Uh, one of them is Corey, and the other one is Jason Broach. Yeah, bro, yeah. I, I I'm gonna do another show where I where I weigh in. Because people don't care about my opinion, so maybe nobody will watch that one. But right now, Corey, the legend dryer, bro, give me give me your three out of this Co eleven, and then we'll talk about this invitation. Right. Give me your three out of this eleven. Cody Milton, Cody. I mean, the perennial. Yeah, I mean, Cody. He smashes them everywhere. Um, he does his homework. He's he puts time in on the water, so you know he's, he lived he, there. Right. He lived on this water in college. Yep. But there's a lot of guys, though, that are in the 10, like Brad Case, that spends a lot of time in the winter. We talked on the phone the other day about this a little bit, but January, February, oh, March, he oh, spends oh, a lot of time down in Florida. Yeah. So, no, 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 wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. You sorry. can't just casually slide over. No, <laughs> me and Brad Case were on the phone the other day. Brad Case is a legend. You were getting, I mean, like, how does That's that right. work? Who calls who? With Corey Dreyer and Brad Case, like <laughs> he actually ahead. he actually reached out to me, but <laughs> no, no, it was about it was about work related stuff, with wilderness systems. So, but we got to talking about fishing like we normally do, and and that, yeah. uh, y'all talked about it, for two minutes of that two hour phone call. Yeah, anyway, yeah, exactly. sorry, Wilkie reps. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Cody Cody's uh, one of my one of my top picks. Uh, Brad Case is definitely up there as well. Um, you know, frog fishing, like Ron said, you know, if there's a frog bite, top water, a good top water bite, it's going to get, it's going to get ugly. Um, and then, uh, Josh Stewart, I mean, I, Josh is a freaking hammer everywhere and, uh, you know, he's super consistent. Um, so I expect this, if I, if he doesn't, if he doesn't win, I expect to see him in the top three for sure. He's always in the top three. Like yeah. Josh, I love you. He, he, he's usually Josh number two. <laughs> Josh guy. is due. Yeah, yeah. He's he's due. So those are those are my three picks. Um, you know, all the other guys are really strong anglers, and they all have their uh, strong suits. Um, and I expect you know to throw another one out there. I expect to see Dylan do do big things. I mean, he's a young guy. Um, he, Did you see interview, bro? He's oh, yeah. yeah. Did you see how like I mean how he carries himself? 
what he knows about and understands about, about the water conditions, understands about fish movement in the current 15 years old, bro, I can't yeah. explain what I was doing on public, on public access uh, network, you know, when I was 15 years old, because it was not appropriate. Yeah. Dylan and Jackson Orr are going to be the two the two younger oh, guys that are fishing with us the now. They're, that's that's the future. That's going to be that's the two guys that we hear about for, I mean, the, the only for question, a long time. No question, Corey Dreyer, that those guys are the future. The question is, is that future starting in 2020? That's the that's the only question with those two boys. Might be. We'll see. Might be. We'll see. Might be. I want to talk about money. We well, we, we talked I, about I, it a little bit. I've got, I've got a. I want to pick my two invitational guys too. Hit me. Without without myself being in there, without picking myself because I don't want to do that. But I what? honestly, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming for Nobody it. Nobody else so. is picking you either, so it makes sense that I, you're not. I, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I, I'm coming for it, guys. So you know, this is. I grew up in Florida. Um, I get to fish down there pretty regularly. Um, so we'll see how it plays out. But besides myself, Jody Queen, and then Jason Broach as well. Um, both of those guys, Jason lived in Florida and then, and then Jody queen there again, he's, he's like Josh Stewart guy and Cody. I mean, consistent everywhere and just a consistent angler does his homework. And, uh, so I wish everybody the best of luck. Yeah. I, I'm not making official picks, but I'm going to name two invitational guys that I think nobody's talking about. And, and, sure. and, and I, I, I think Drew Gregory, I, I, I know that he's, you know, he does the shows and he stays busy and this, that, whatever. Drew Gregory can fish. That dude's a hammer. Dude, dude a hammer. Drew Gregory is the truth. I'm I telling you. I to see him up he, in a creek somewhere. Because of, <laughs> because of, of, of all he does, uh, you know, in, in, in marketing the community and the sport and all of the companies that he works with, I don't know that he gets the respect as a terminator that he deserves. And then Craig Dye. Oh, yeah. Craig Dye? Can slay. He's a stick. Yeah, and he, I, Craig, can slay. So, I'm, 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 I'm just saying, is Dennison coming? Like, is that official? He because is, he is not. I actually talked to him a little bit ago as well, and and Jamie is not. He can't get the time off. He said not to get into his business, but uh, extra time off. And I know he's going yeah. to. Uh, he, he, well, he he's he's he spends all that extra time with Lynette now. And, you know, I've had Lynette there. So. Yeah. <laughs> He's burning up the road back and forth to Tennessee. He is. I, I told him just go ahead drop, and move. How do you drop this mic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Jamie, Jamie's going to, uh, from what he told told me earlier, is he will be at uh, Lake Seminole for the BOS. He's not going to have enough time to fish boat. Yeah. Yeah. That's and me. Ron, Ron yeah. you're going to be at the Seminole. Yeah. yeah. My, my wife, she's my wife. She's got an event that she's got to be at on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, which took me out of coming down and uh, and being a part of you know at least getting some practice in to fish you know the Invitational. So uh, you I'm not going to get to go to Seminole, right? I'm not. Yeah, but I'm not going to get to leave until probably early Wednesday morning, and then I'm just going to drive straight down to Seminole, and I'll be down there through the weekend fishing the BOS. And uh, you know I won't be there. Be the you no. Know, I, I did fish the Invitational last year. Had a great time. Um, I'll miss hanging out with everybody. Uh, it's going to be an awesome event. I wish everybody the best of luck, but, uh, yeah, I'm just not going to be able to make it this year. You have your um, schedule laid out yet? Will, will we get to see you at Sandy Cooper? Pop, uh, I, will be, I will be at Sandy Cooper. That's for sure. Okay. That's two hours, <laughs> two hours from the house. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll be there at that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's where my biggest bass I've ever caught came from. 
I ca- that's where me and Corey we were talking about earlier. That's we where met we the met. First time. Yep. Yeah, I, I caught a behemoth on that first day. That was about a seven thousand dollar fish. Let me let me let me ask you guys this: You guys are both happily married, way out of both of your leagues, <laughs> like way out of both of your leagues. Do do the ladies understand y'all's bromance? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Hey. Oh I, yeah. Hey, I when I talked to Corey what like a week ago when I was visiting yep. my family, my wife she was one of the first. She said you should call Corey. Yep. Yeah, they know yep. it. You know, I mean, it's you know, it, it's Sabrina. Sabrina asked me as well. You know, with uh, when I was on and Ron wasn't on a couple weeks ago, um, Sabrina asked me as well. She said, "Well, where's Ron?" So I mean, yeah. they yeah. we we all know each other and yeah, yeah, yeah. If if we ever get our wives together. We might not get to hang out as much. <laughs> that's right. Be out. <laughs> I bet yeah, that's, there are a lot of hundred percent. Yeah, I bet there. That, are a that's lot a, that should be. You know what I need to do? I need to get the the ten houses' wives and significant others on. But that would be that's an episode idea for the way in. <laughs> oh lord, that's, that's, yeah, that'd be kind of that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be uh, that'd be interesting right there to see. You know what? You know how much of. You know, because I imagine if I was Ron Champion or Corey Dreyer, like I'm Ron Champion and Corey Dreyer, like it's gonna be woman. You don't say nothing to me. You know I'm Ron Champion. Nah, you know I'm Corey nah. Dreyer. It ain't that way. I probably <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no, wrong. No, yeah. no. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. <laughs> nope. I had to sleep with one eye open if I said something. That's right. Like that. <laughs> yeah. The wives of the ten who were yeah. just. Absolutely. Uh, all right, guys, I, before we run, I, I want to throw up a graphic here. I wanted to, I want to discuss money. All right. We, 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 we understand what you guys did for the sport with that first 10 grand and how that progressed. I want to talk about this year's payout. And then I want to talk about next year's payout and, 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 and how you guys feel about seeing these numbers just three years later being in the exact same event. Like wh- where does this hit you when we, when you guys seen that this was the payout this year? I think it's awesome, man. I mean, it's that's yeah. it's what yeah. you know. If if you made it to the ten, if you're there, you deserve to walk away with something, even if you don't have a great tournament. You know, you've put in the time, you've spent the money all year long. You know, burning up the roads, wearing a vehicle out, entry fees, fuel, gas. You know, state licenses. You know, it did not come cheap. You know, so seeing everybody be rewarded, I think is awesome. Now, Corey, I'm gonna let you answer this one. What does it do for the sport and for the community to know a year in advance? It's never been done before to know a year in advance that the that what the ten payout is gonna be in 2021 looks like this. Oh, it's it's huge. I mean, that's that's gonna bring a bigger draw to uh, the ten. It's gonna make people fish harder. Um, you know, competition is going to be stiff, but yeah, I mean, this is, I, a few years ago, I mean, I wouldn't even have dreamed that this would have been a, an opportunity yet, you know, 30, we're talking $37,000 for, for 10 guys. That's, that's plus unreal. Travel. Plus travel, plus prizes, plus, you know, I mean, it just this keeps going on. This is going to be a $50,000 event, right? Yeah. 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 It's great. I mean, for, so, so, but does, to have the payout in advance, I mean, that's huge. You know, uh, does it change? Does it change what how you chase the season? Absolutely. As an angler, I'm asking. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you're going to put more time in it, um, you know, and try to grind it out as much as you can to make sure that you're in one of those spots. Yeah, you're going. I think. I think next year, 
you're you're going to see you're going to see some new names uh, that you're you're not familiar seeing. There's going to be some people that's going to that's going to come out of nowhere this year. Uh, and the reason I believe it's going to happen is because you know there's there's you know there's there's several you know trails you know for guys to fish three Absolutely. three big ones three trails. Yep. So and, and and I don't care who you are, you cannot fish them all. There's no way you can chase the AOY for Hobie and chase. I the think Jody Clinton's trying. There's, there's, there's no way you can do both. They're just there's, there's conflicting days. Yeah, absolutely. You know, same, and just like with the BASS, so you're going to have guys that's going to choose to fish one side or the other, and that's just going to open up more, more spots. I mean, look at what you know when the MLF, you know, the 80 anglers left bass to go to MLF. Yep. Now look at all the new names on bass. Absolutely. And, and and it's opened up some, you know, it opened up a lot of spots. Now you got some guys that are that come out of nowhere in bass and that they they're household names now. You're gonna mm-hmm. see the exact same thing happen uh with this. Now I wanna ask a perfectly blunt question and I and I'm I'm throwing it all out there because because I know the character and the, the value that you two guys have and the opinions and the weight that carries behind your two gentlemen's words. We see, and I'm, I, and I'm not, I'm not going negative. I want this to be positive, but we see the the competition, just like MLF and Bass and, and FLW. Just you know, I mean, just we see that competition amongst each other. Can the fabric of the kayak community, which is the anglers, keep intact the community that we've all known and loved and grown? Can we hold that together? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I believe it's going to come down to the, you know, the individuals of, of doing it and, you know, not turn into those cliques that we, we talked about earlier, you know, the small little groups. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, you know, like I said, sometimes <clears throat> just keeping your, your mouth shut and not saying anything goes a whole Amen. lot further. The way that, you know, the sport has grown. You know, and with Bass, you know, putting their – I don't care what anybody says. Bass is when, huge. When, Bass, when the biggest organization, fishing organization in the in the country puts their name to saying, okay, we're going to have a kayak trail, that really – we knew that we were legit and we had the right – we were doing the right sport, but this just put, you know, an exclamation point on it. And Guys, there, there's going to be – you're weeks away. Sorry to interrupt, Ron. You're weeks no. away – from having a kayak angler walk across the stage at the 50th anniversary yeah. of the Bashmaster Classic. But KBF did it with FLW at their championship. Uh, just, 100%. You know, so, That's right. So, but what this has done is it's put a whole lot more eyes on the sport yep. and a whole lot more eyes on the anglers. And when those eyes come from all these potential sponsors, they're watching every single thing that is put on social media. If yep. you're in a private group and you think, oh, it's private and it's not going to get shared, you're completely wrong. And there's uh, sponsors that are monitoring it. They're watching it. And if you're really, truly trying to be a professional and do this on a professional level, you really need to monitor what you post on social media. Whether or not it's you you feel like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to – I'm putting this out there because it needs to be said. Yeah, sometimes not saying something is better. Now I want to. I want to talk. Think about, twice or three times before you go and post. Yeah, I've I hate, man. That. I've typed stuff out. I've typed uh, five hundred words and then yeah. I delete it. I felt good to type it out. I got it out, but I didn't send it. That's right. I've done it. Now, now how, 
how many more, and I'm just going to use this name because it's because he's in the 10 and it's right there. How many more Mike Elsies, meaning guys that were that were that were doing well in the big boat world, and then came in here and he came in, did a couple challenge events, went to the biggest event of the year and won it and hasn't slowed down since. Yep. How many more of those guys is this community about to get, in y'all's opinion? We're about to get a bunch, I feel like. Yeah. Because of Bassmaster. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've had five co anglers that fish on the BASS. Five different co-anglers message me, and I've been talking to them, and and they wanting to know how do I, what do I need, how does this work? I've I've already spoken with five different co-anglers. Walking them through CPR and Tourney yeah. X yeah. and everything that yeah. goes in there. Tourney X yeah. and Dwayne. I mean, I cannot say enough amazing things about Tourney X. And now Hobie is on board as well. They've done a phenomenal job. I mean, Tourney X is straight in on the back of what Dwayne and his wife and all of the anglers have done to make Tourney X what it is is now rocking through and is and is and it really is that is is that standard in the sport that all three of the big three are now a part of and and, and taking advantage of. Yeah. So so big big deal there. What 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 do we have what, what does it look like moving forward as far as 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 the growth of the sport? I, I mean did, did you guys this year is obviously a huge year. Yeah last year Hobie stepping in this year Hobie coming back stronger and 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 with Bass stepping in What's what's the big picture, guys? Do you, do we do we see a fifty thousand dollar or a hundred thousand dollar being a standard? Is that something that I mean that you guys see in the future uh, for a championship? I believe, yeah, yeah, in the future for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think you. I think you're going to regularly see. You know, there there's going to. I mean, there's going to be some separation. You know, probably after the first after this year, you'll see somebody's going to kind of like take off and, and it's, they're going to have a hugely successful uh, year. Um, I, you know, you're, there's going to, somebody's got to be more, got to be grassroots. You've got to get, you know, be bringing the new anglers into the sport. There's always going to be, you know, tournaments that, you know, that, I mean, not everybody wants to pay, you know, the high entry fees, the $300 entry fees. Somebody's going to have to, you know, continue doing that. The, I think the, KB, to have the, yeah, the KBF trails, yep. you know, what are the trails? The, the, the challenge trails? series. The, yeah. Yep. So, you know, that's going to, KBF is well, is for sure going to continue to, you know, bring the, the new faces, the new blood. You know, you've got the pro trail, you know, that's going to give guys a chance to go out and step out with some higher paydays. Uh, and with higher entry fees, um, you know, it's man, it, the, our sport has changed so much in the last three, four years. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's changed a lot. And when, man, I'm telling you, there's some, there's a lot of eyes on our sport right now. I'm talking non endemic sponsors. I'm going to give myself a little plug real quick. Um, I got some big announcements coming here within the next couple of weeks. You throw on that, Facebook today. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, it's, you know, there's people are watching, man. There's, I'm telling it. you, there's some big, there's some big opportunities. Big my, opportunities. My, my, we're getting, we're, we're getting my last two questions, and I, and I, I would love an answer from both of you if you'll do it. Uh, uh, Corey, I'll, I'll let you dive in first, bro. Two questions. Let me go with the first one. Uh, we, we talked about the sticks, we talked about these guys. I don't want to at all, and, you, and 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 Ron just touched base on it. I don't want to at all forget out the folks that that are just getting into it, or they're sitting at home on the fence, getting into this or not. 
advice to the rookies? I mean, we got, you know, we, you got, you got several guys that, uh, you know, that it's their first year in the 10 house. You got Derek Brundle, who it's his first year in kayak bass fishing is now in the 10 and chasing his share of 30 of, of, of over $30,000. What's both for both of you guys, Corey, you first, what's the advice to the rookies and folks that are on the fence about getting into the kayak and getting into the sport? Go ahead, Ron. Let me think about this for a second. <laughs> hey, you're you're a rookie. You got nothing to lose. Go out there and and have the confidence that you're going to win. You're going to give these guys a big stink burger to eat. I mean, you go fish with confidence. You made it there. You put the work in. You got there. You can win it just like anybody else. Cause it's still you're just fishing. You're fishing the same waters, the same conditions. Put the work in. Get you some good practice in. Have confidence that you're going to win it because I don't care if you're fishing against – I don't care who, what big name you're fishing against. Anybody can be beat at any day. That's right. Yeah, practice, 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 practice. Read the rules. You know, go out and have fun. It's all – it really is. It's all mental. Yeah. Jamie likes to say it all the time. It's between your ears. That's the honest to God truth. Go out and fish. Fish your strengths. Um, don't worry about what other people are doing. Um, just do your thing and you're going to yeah. succeed. You're going to do well. And have right. fun, have fun doing it because it, you might not get back there next year, you know, and enjoy the event for what it is, you know, suck it up and, and really, and really have fun, you know, it's because man, it's, it's, you're still, I mean, you're getting the fish, you know, you're, you're fishing an amazing fisher. You're fishing for a lot of money. You know, enjoy it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself, but just just fish with confidence. All right, my last question for both of you guys, and I hope that you'll answer. The, you guys have been there. You've done it. You're founding fathers of what the Ten House is. You're legends in the sport, whether either one of you guys want to humbly admit it or not. What's the best advice for these ten guys this year going into the DZ Ten House down in Kissimmee, Florida, because of because of Kissimmee Sports and DZ and KBF, the best piece of advice for these eleven guys coming into this house about what to take away from this as two veterans in this industry. Corey, you get to go first this time. <laughs> <laughs> get to know each other, take care of each other, and uh, you know, watch each other's back even after this event. You know, yeah. Ron. You know, take care of each other. I mean, that's the biggest thing is, is uh, you know, when I left the 10, I got a call, I think, within a week or so. Ron had me a, a sponsorship with Picasso, you know, Picasso Lures. And uh, that that's just – everybody's a good good people, man. Just have a good time and, and uh, take care of one another. Take yeah. care of each other. Yeah, just, I, just same thing that Corey said. You know, get to know each other, man, because you never know. You know who who's going to turn who out to be who, one yeah. of your closest buddies. You know, yeah. after an event like this, and uh, just enjoy enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. You're you're just just have have a good time. Take the event for what it is. If you everybody you're everybody's going away with money. You know, it's, yeah. So the other thing it's is, it's not about. It's, yeah, everybody's winning. You're winning something. You're taking cash home with you. <clears throat> so you're already way ahead of any other event you fish. Now go out there, fish your strengths. Don't worry about what the next person is doing. Don't watch somebody rigging up their, their stuff there at the house. You do your thing. Focus on what you're going to do and, uh, and, and go hammer them. 
the 10 is a lot more than just the money too. you know, yeah. that's going to change. If, if you decide to do this as a career, it's going to change. Everybody's going to know you, you know, whether you're a rookie or, or, or whatever, they're going to see your name and they're going to recognize you as, as being in the 10. It's, yeah. it's definitely, it's definitely going to change your career. I mean, sure. think, think about it 20 years from now, there's still only 21 names on that trophy. That's so right. imagine where the, imagine where the, imagine 20, 20 years from now, what we're talking about, you know? So, yeah. So, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> gentlemen, I, I, I'm never at a loss for words. I love both you gentlemen. I, I, from the bottom of my heart, Corey Dreyer, I, we talk multiple times a day. I love you, bro. Your entire you, everything that you are, everything that you stand for. You're a brother of mine, not only as, as, as a United States Marine, as, as a competitor in and out of these plastic boats, everything that you do, I'm a fan of, bro. I love you to death. Thank you so much. Love you too, buddy. Bro, I, I, I have I've had the honor to spend time in your home, to spend time with your son and your daughter, to 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 go out and 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 make jokes and cut up at your expense with your amazing, impeccable, incredible woman of a wife and hear y'all's backstories, hear your stories. You have come on my show every single time I've asked you to do. I, I will I will forever be in debt to you, Ron Champion. I, I love you, bro. Love you too, Thank man. Thank you so much, man, for doing what you're doing. Thank you guys for being leaders in this sport, in this community. You guys you guys are a, a, a giant chunk of why I have fought and I have begged and I have torn to, to make a space in this industry for myself and for so many others. And I, I, I'm in debt to both of you gentlemen for the rest of my life. And I mean that. I love you guys. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. Thank appreciate you, Scott. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, guys. That does That's it for, do. uh, for Ron Champion, Corey hey, Dreyer. Man. Appreciate it, guys. <sighs> guys, <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, give me a second. Um, That's an hour and a half, guys, of incredible incredible storytelling incredible to see how this community has changed and has grown and has challenged one another to to be better i don't mean to be better anglers i don't mean to be to catch more fish i don't mean to 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 have more money in your account i mean a community of guys that has challenged each other to be better to be better fathers better friends better brothers better husbands better human beings this community i say it all the time is full of the greatest human beings i've ever met and they spend their free time in little plastic boats if you've missed any of these episodes please go back and watch them these 11 men story that i that 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 are <laughs> that are have spent so much time on the road grinding fighting sleeping in cars at boat ramps in hammocks in tents in the rain in the cold in the snow straight up risking opportunity these are these these are amazing vessels amazing kayaks they're top of the line these industries these companies put a lot into these at the end of the day you're a 12 foot you know Kayak sitting out in the middle of St. Clair, sitting out in the middle of Gunnersville. This, this, there's, there's, there's opportunities for you to not 
to not go back. There is danger to this. Absolutely. We do the best we can do and we take one care of one another. The story that you guys heard tonight is mind blowing to look back on just four years ago and hear about how 10 guys came forward to come together before they even had a clue that there could be a tie and decided to break bread, literally break down the amount of cash paid out, regardless of what was going to be shown for a television show on national television, regardless of putting their own name out to be a champion, right? They straight up broke down the opportunity to take it all on their own to take care of one another first. Then the tie happened. Then they came together to not only take care of themselves, but to take care of the community. I full heartedly believe that there's no, there is no 10 now. If those two gentlemen that you just witnessed tonight didn't step forward and handle things like gentlemen and like professionals that they have proven to be every single time they've stepped into the spotlight since coming into this sport since that day. Guys, big shout out to Fish USA. I didn't even get my plug into you guys, and I'm sorry. I thank you guys for supporting me. Thank you guys for watching this stuff. If you missed anything, go check it on the podcast. Go check it at Scott Butcher Fishing on YouTube or go over to kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the way in and listen into the rest of this stuff. I'm done. I'm exhausted. And I'm, I'm, I'm more in love with this community and this sport than I've ever been before. And I want you guys to love it the way that I love it. <laughs> uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode of the way in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher telling you guys always tackle your dreams. I love you guys. Peace. Good night. See ya. Ooh, what a show. What a show.